podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday the 4th of May 2019. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good morning John. It's a, it's a very Dundee United sweater you're wearing Andy. It's beautiful isn't it? It's play it's playoff soon so I'm repping. Is it early. not the wrong reversal of it though? Should it not be more orange than black? I'd be you've got an orange notepad to make up for it. He's also wearing orange and black shoes. Jesus Christ right yeah. okay we need to get a picture of this. Yeah we'll get that posted up. In the I look like this in work. <laughs> he does. Fuck. He came in yesterday and then everyone yep. was like, that's a really color-coordinated outfit. He's like, it's playoff season. Play <laughs> season. And that is the voice of Gordo. All right, how we doing? <laughs> um, Gordo, you had to, we'll start with you. Gordo, we'll start with the positives because you had a fucking glorious week. I did. So I went three out of four again uh, last week. There's a theme of Orleans ruining my weekend. Yeah, stop but, picking uh, them. Yeah, I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'll back against him this week and we'll nail it. Um, so yeah, my, my, three, uh, my three out of four where I had Motherwell at home to Dundee who scraped home. Fuck me, what a game. 4-3. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Motherwell down to 10 men as well. Did you have alerts on throughout that game? Yes, and all those goal notifications. So, and... so, so anytime somebody scored, the other team equalised within 90 seconds. So I think it was Dundee went 1-0 up. Mm-hmm. Within like a minute, it was one all. Then later, Dundee went 2-1 up within a minute, 2 all, And then the second half, Motherwell went 3-2 up. Within a minute, it was three each. Mm-hmm. Then Motherwell got a man sent off. So you're thinking, oh, Dundee should go on and win this because they really need points. Yeah. And it was the 94th minute, 10-man Motherwell got that goal. Safe, super safe uh, win. <laughs> not, well, yeah, not yeah. great. It's, but it's, it's, it was one of those ones I, I, I probably... I, if I if I was watching the game more actively, not just the alerts, I would have. I, I might have backed Motherwell when they went down to ten because you did a good price on that. Them coming back because Dundee are desperate. Dundee are in so much trouble now. That's them. Well, they're going to get relegated. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's not not in trouble. They're just going to get relegated. Uh, so the second, so my French my French Friday nights. Um, Nancy at home to AC Ajaccio. Game kind of went as I was saying. Um, it was a relegation battle, and Nancy came out on top at evens. Actually, better than evens. They went in eight to seven. Which is a really good one, and then um, the other Friday game was Orleans versus Troy, and I had that as I thought it would be a, a scoring draw. It was one nil to Troy, and Orleans were battering them towards the end. They got a man sent off. They got a man sent off until as well. that happened because I took the. I joined. I, I realised this is one of the bizarre things where I had never joined Bet Three Six Five. No but way. I'd never joined. So them. did you get your hundred pound in bet credit? It tonight? was fifty. I only put fifty pound in. Oh, that's just the rookiest mistake ever. Not me. I'm, <laughs> it was before payday. I yeah. know, but even still, you should have waited. So it was like phone me. So I took that in. and I put on like a one to five set. Yeah. To get my money, I think it was Liverpool beat Huddersfield. So I'd stuck my fifty pound free bet mm-hmm. on a combination of so it was nonce the draw, and then I think it was a, cu- a couple of winners on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I looked back at it and was like, that was worth like nine hundred and eighty quid. Uh, and it was just that. Was goal it just that goal? Lines I was waiting on. It was, uh, and I was watching the game. Joe, you can get the um, like live stream of the game if you bet on the kind of French leagues. And with three six five, I was watching the game as well. And it was that way where I'm thinking they, they've got to do it. They've got to score. And then when the man was off, they just they just fell apart. But yeah. So and then the last game for me was Extremadura versus Tenerife. So um, Extremadura are in the the relegation zone, and Tenerife are just kind of. Well, they're, they're also nearby but Extremadura came out 1-0 on top so that was a big price that one um, because that game I think was 13-10 to by the end of it 
uh, or, uh, before it kicked off. So yeah, three out of four for me. Uh, good weekend overall. Yeah, and Motherwell was on my charity pick, and that was actually my only one of five that that came in. You've not had a bad week in a long time. No, that, that in felt, a really long time. That felt disgusting. So my banker was Dortmund at home to Schalke. Schalke who hadn't won in nine games. Did you watch this? No, I never watched it, but I've seen. I was very aware that my banker outsider in value were all in. We're all winning one now. Yeah, at I, the same time. At the same time. And I was feeling very good about myself. I don't know what Dortmund are doing. <laughs> They're just doing their best to absolutely destroy their chances of well, winning then, the Bundesliga. But then Bayern did the same the next night. I know. That, and in Germany, even the division below, all the top teams are doing exactly the same. Did anyone watch the Bayern game? No, I've not seen uh, it. The Bayern game was mental. So the, the other team were 1-0 up and just waiting in. Um, the other team got a penalty to make it 2-0. Missed that penalty. Bayern went up and scored, made it one each. Wow. Yeah. And it was just mental. So I think we had one of our listeners on the, the Twitter, I think it was Matt Lampert, who had contacted me to say that I had cost him with his banker and I felt terrible, but I did have to point out that it cost me like three of my coupons. And no, it did. cost me mine as well. So Dortmund are my forfer this week. <laughs> That's it, it. In a strange I way, because I had a reasonable weekend, Gordon had a very good one. Just arbitrarily, we had a very good Friday, a bad Saturday and a very good Sunday. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, no, we did. Bizarrely, yeah. just the way the, the, the fixtures fell. Yeah. So Dortmund was, that was a heavy letdown. Just, I felt watching it that they've let themselves down, they've let their fans down. Just a terrible performance against a team that, let's be honest, Schalke are probably the worst team in that division. They were, they're the worst like, form team in that division, yes, 100%. Uh, Andy, your banker? My banker was in the Danish Super League. It was Copenhagen against Odense BK and they won 4-0. Copenhagen are probably... It, for their league, I think the best team in Europe right yeah, now. Yeah, I said that when I looked at the stats. The yeah. form is unbelievable. And I think they're going to feature on your picks again. They'll feature on my picks again later, yeah. Yeah. And my value my value and outsider were both in the Scottish Championship because I deemed Inverness in the air with nothing to play for. And and it looked that way. Yeah, party when they both, had, were both, both had the lead. Both 1-0 yeah. up and both ended up losing the game 2-1. So my outsider and value were done, so... I was gutted because they were all winning at one point, and I, and I forgot I was at the Clyde game, so I didn't even bother looking. Like you I just thought, like, that's fine. That'll be all right. These will be good. Um, I was I was in Germany for both the value and the outsider. The value was Munchen Gladbach at eleven to ten. They lost one nil only at Stuttgart, and the outsider this this one was was the same as yours, one nil up, and uh, eventually lost two one uh, fourth at Magdeburg. But that was at the rather audacious odds of four to one, so I don't feel too bad about that. And uh, on the charities, you get both your charity picks in, Andy? I did indeed. Tokyo won 2-0 against uh, Yamaga and Paderborn also won 2-0 against Heidenheim. That was a cracking game. Yeah. Uh, Paderborn v Heidenheim is really getting tight at the top up there. And I had Torino and Milan to draw. Torino won 2-0, but it was close at 1-0 until Milan got the red card. Yeah. See, at five so I was, I was watching that as well, because obviously you do you do rebacks that are involved in various different yeah. games, and that was basically the last game of the weekend we had on. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And I think I could have returned a few hundred if that had been a draw. So I was sitting watching it, going, "Come on, come on!" Did the what boy... nil to you? No, that's fine. We just need a Milan goal. That, that now. was that, that. Honestly, that's how it felt. Yeah, I, I was, I was so certain it was kind of, even when they went down ten men, they had a good chance to score yeah. to make it two one. Um, but I, I noticed five of my picks, five red cards. I went through a phase of doing that, that earlier in the horrible. season. Yeah, and sort of all bets are off when you get red cards because all your analysis and all your what, how you think the game's going to pan out just goes out the window. Well, that was, yeah. a, that was a Dortmund. Dortmund went down to nine men yeah. and still got a goal against Schalke to pull it back to 3-2. 
so not a great week. I need to redeem myself. We had some good stories from the Facebook group. So a big shout out to Stuart Buchanan, who was in about some Dritaliga action with Carl Zeiss Jena and noticed they were 3-1 to one away from home and they're the form team. So away at Unterhashing and they won 1-0. So a wee 3-1 to one winner put out there. Do we know who scored for uh, Carl Zeiss Jena? Just out of curiosity, o- only because what, what number was he on your advent calendar? <laughs> got, got me a Carl Zeiss Jena advent calendar <laughs> Officially club shop one Club shop one, it was brilliant And uh, he, he opened up and he was like What is this? <laughs> it's great uh, I know everyone kind of goes through the Facebook group I did put something on the Trample Bet Twitter On Sunday morning mm-hmm. That John McGinn was 3-1 to, to get carded against Leeds Yes And it seemed all sorts of wrong that was John McGinn's 16th booking of the championship season. Amazing. That means he gets one yellow card at least every three games. Can, can, can we maybe just talk about the Leeds-Aston Villa game for just a second? Yeah, Because I've, I've, I've not spoken to you about this. No, I've not. But after watching it back, right? Fuck Aston Villa. That was a fine goal. Nah. And, and they, shouldn't be, they shouldn't be conceding a goal. No. Nah. It's the referee's prerogative to stop the game if there's a head knock. So, not, not for Aston Villa to so down tools. So this is a, this is a UEFA issue. Is removing common sense from referees. Kodji goes down. Kodji's uh, done his knee ligaments. Yeah. So, so you, the ref is in front. Ref is no more than five yards away from Kodji. For me, referees should be able to understand when a player's genuinely injured or not. It shouldn't matter if he's holding his head or not. You should know. But irrelevant of that, it's the it's the left winger, not the guy that scores the goal. But the left winger fainting as if he's fainting going to put it as out. if he puts his hand up to the Avila players to say, "Don't worry." And he shapes his body to put it out of play and then changes and plays it down the line. It's him. And unfortunately, Click or whoever was that scored the goal got the abuse. Yeah. I would have okay. ran over and fucking leathered him. Him, the guy Because McGinn okay. and that stopped. It was, that's who McGinn was fighting with. Because McGinn and that both stopped ready to tackle him. And the bit that happened two minutes before was a uh, Leeds, uh, Leeds player was down injured and Villa put the ball out of play. Right, but that shouldn't matter. Well, it should. If it's two, two minutes difference, it should. The fact Bielsa's has given them a goal back means that he agrees that his players were cunts. Am I being cynical here? I think the fact he's given them a goal back, he knows, right, great, they're down to 10 men now, we'll probably go on and win this anyway. I wonder if he would have done that <laughs> but can we also if there talk? hadn't been the sending off. I think he would. I think yeah. he's a wee bit like that. Okay. I think he realised it was cunty. But the bit that I was going to say was, the biggest cunt in all this is fucking Patrick Bamford. Yeah, but he's, had, he's, he's now suspended and then the other boys had his card um, right, removed. Right, this is what's annoying me. How is he getting done for that, yet Salah's died four times a season and not been retrospectively punished once? Salah's just a better player. Than... Is that all it is? Aye. Aye. <laughs> Aye just, you're just a better player, so you get away. That just seems unfair. No, it's yeah, not. It's not Salah's, but I, remember... I, think, I think it's because he was... I think because the players that... He's in the box and he's diving, and I don't agree with Salah's diving anyway, but I think Bamford's uh, one's worse because he's deliberately trying to get someone else sent off, like, out with... He's not gaining anything from that. Yeah, a, a, like a penalty gains you effectively a goal. He's doing that at the side of the park because he's an arsehole. Aye, yeah, that's, that's also true. Um, but yeah, that was the 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 person the person I feel sorry for in all of this was about ten minutes before that. Neil Taylor, who's the Aston Villa left back that played with Swansea, yeah, had a shot on his right foot, and the stat came up saying that he'd never scored a career goal. So he's twenty seven years old. He's a left back, so it's not unusual. Yeah. Um, so when they clearly knew they were getting given the goal, Neil Taylor was stood on the ball at the halfway line. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he's obviously seen Alfred Adoma grabs the ball off him after he takes his first touch and runs and scores. Yeah, that's really dicky. I, I wasn't aware of that. Absolute prick. 
nobody made anything of it, but Alfred, is it Alfred Adoma? I'm sure it is. A, I'm sure it's Alfred Adoma, but he is. Please tweet him and call him a massive cunt. That's that's horrendous. Yeah, Neil, it was blatantly obvious what Neil Taylor wanted to do was get his first ever professional goal. Yeah, would you want your first ever professional goal to be in that game? But if you've went ten years and you're a left back, you might you might never get the chance again. Yeah, yeah. okay. Like, that's you, just... you know it's a freebie. Like somebody's yeah. giving you a goal. Yeah, yeah. So Adoma, absolute prick. That, that was a bit of felt sorry for because I like Neil Taylor. Cause he was a good player at Swansea as well. If only Neil Taylor could get a kind of charity game against Elche and just get given that one nil. Aye, one Are they going to meet? Are Leeds and Aston Villa going to meet each other in the playoffs? Almost certainly. If they get this, is going to be well. It dep- there's, there's still points to play for. Ideally, you want them to be third and fourth because you want them to have the chance to meet at Wembley at the, in the final. With all That'd this be happening, tasty as yeah. So that was the other point was in play. So I had the John McGinn bet riding. Yeah. But in play, it did start to get feisty in the second half before all this happened. The guy who had went down injured, I was going, this is getting... Jack uh, Jack Grealish Jack Grealish is the most filled player in the championship is by, by by 100 fills now. No. <laughs> by one... So that's like... What, that's three, an enormous number. Well, to be honest, it's not really. It's like two fills more a game than anyone else, if you think about it, because it's like 46 yeah, games. that's an enormous number. Yeah. And he also has had more yellow cards against him. Four, Who's getting involved in things four, then? That's four good. yellow cards on Sunday were, were on him. So I was like, this isn't going to end. A red card was still 9-1 to one at that point. 9-1. to one. So I'd stuck a tenner on it, and then this all happened. And then I seen the, the linesman and the ref conferring with each other, and i just seen the words elbow. And you're like, yeah. done. Yes! <laughs> we are sorted. I was, like, I was talking to my cousin before we went to the game. I was like, there's no way somebody's not getting sent off now. Yeah. Because he just said the word elbow, and that is an instant red card. Yeah. Then that all died down. A throw-in came to a Leeds player who chested the ball and came in field. And John McGinn just fucking ran at him. I went, slide in. Because you can't even go in for that angle without getting a booking. Yeah. Because he's like face-to-face with him. Slid in. And the ref just booked him. I was like, oh my God, man. Five minutes of just glory. Excellent. You need to, once it gets to these playoff semi-finals, look for John McGinn yellow cards because the big games, it is feisty as fuck. I love, I love watching them. It's just all action all the time. Last thing from the weekend's results. Um, there's a friend of mine that has an interest or shares in a dog. Uh, come on, you bees. So obviously, Brentford fan. Come on, you bees. Right? Um, one again. So I tipped him in the Facebook group early morning. Right. Uh, he runs at Hove. Uh, she runs at Hove. It's her favourite track. Uh, five to two, uh, romped it. So that was uh, another another good victory for for the Greyhounds. Um, you'll you'll see the Facebook group. I, I plug this Greyhound when it runs and it's not lost yet. So nice. it has lost once, just once, just when I backed. <laughs> <laughs> it has, but but uh, the rest of the time I've like it's it hasn't lost. I plugged in the Facebook group, but it's like it, oh, it's obviously not undefeated. It's still a, an amazing greyhound because at any time I don't back it, this thing romps home. Just you keep it that way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So, for the last two weeks, we've been running a competition for the Europa League final. We have two souvenir tickets to give away. By the way, they're definitely an entry to the game. It is going to be between Arsenal, Chelsea, Frankfurt, or Valencia. 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 So, Arsenal are playing Valencia, Chelsea are playing Frankfurt. Very simple competition. We've said this before. All we need to do is spell the name of our favourite Dutch team, which is... Eiselmeer Vocals. And their Scrabble score. 
People are entering off the back of the Twitter. It is very clear you have to listen to this podcast. This bit especially. People are, people are guessing Ajax. Yeah, people stuff. are putting in Ajax. <laughs> what is our, our favourite? No, your favourite Dutch team. Yes. What's our favourite Dutch Yeah, team? the one we talk about all the time. So it's two tickets to the Europa League final in Baku, which is a nightmare to get to, but it's actually not that expensive. Which to it's, not, it's not too bad to get to. I was, really base, I was really surprised. That's exactly it. Mm. When I was kind of... Before I realised the assessment dates for my B licence, I was going, if Arsenal get there, I might just go. Because it was like 500 quid from Glasgow to Baku. And I was like... That's not bad. But that's reasonable. I, I've been I, expecting travel wise. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. So, and I suspect the hope for this competition is that it's Arsenal Chelsea and we get a lot of people interested in the podcast, even for a couple of episodes. Um, but there is two tickets to the final um, competitions there. It'll be shared on the Facebook group. It'll be shared on Friday. You also get a, what, a Europa League scarf. Yes, yes. That's I don't know odd. when you'd ever wear that, but it's great. No, it's just, just it makes the prize look nicer. Yeah. I like um, that. So yeah, that, that's how you enter. Favourite Dutch team, Scrabble score. There are various ways to enter. You can get four entries per person and the competition will be drawn in two weeks' time. Just check our Twitter feeds and we'll post in the Facebook group again. Yes. Um, and that takes you to the link. So you enter Isomere Vocals, spell it correctly. Yep. And how many points they'd get <laughs> on Scrabble UK Scrabble game? tiles. Yeah. Um, just as a question, when is the Europa League final? How many? Uh, Wednesday the 28th of May. 29th of May. Right, okay. So uh, I was going to say you could walk it if you didn't want to take the flights, but you're about 10 days too late, so you might have to jog for a while. Jog for a while? Yeah, so only 35 days. Well, you can fly to Germany and jog it. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Would, yeah. that would cut the time. That'd share the difference. 35 <laughs> days walking. And nine hours. Providing you don't sleep. <laughs> does it? No, does it not take into account sleep over days? No. <laughs> oh, okay. So we've got Scottish players abroad. This is a really easy section this week. None of our players played. However, Gordon... Right, so we have, um, I was having a look at Scottish players abroad and John was mentioning, we've got no one going. So um, my a, a, a friend of a friend is playing for Nardvik in the Icelandic, Nardvik. Icelandic First Division and the first game is this weekend, they are playing away at Thotter. Um, and so it's Ke- Kenneth Hogg um, and he was banging them in last season, he's already scored in the Cup a couple of times this season already. So uh, yeah, that's our Scottish player abroad at the moment, so the season is just about to kick off. So he's a striker? Yes, yeah, a striker, yeah. I've been to an Icelandic Cup match. Who? KR Reykjavik versus, for the life of me, I can't remember the name. It was a second division side. And it was in a in an indoor Astrogas pitch. Yeah, that's what all, all the games like, played But on. it was in like a cineplex. Yeah. There was like a cinema to the left, football pitch to the right. That's mega. I was like, this is amazing. And that was when I was in Iceland like two years ago. And it was just, I was just looking at games. It was the so Icelandic Cup. How, how many fans can get in there? Oh mate, it was tiny. It's like the Ravens Craig and Motherwell. Yeah, that's what I was about to like, say. It only had maybe it would you'd look you could have got a thousand people in no bother around the pitch. Yeah. But it had seats for like a hundred people. And are they bleacher seats or they uh, it had like they... wee tiers, like a wee tier of seating. Um or you could walk round there was like an elevated like walkway. Yeah, yeah. You side. can watch from up the top. Yeah. But yeah, so I've been to an Icelandic Cup match because there used to be a Rangers player. It was again a friend of a friend, Alan Lowing. It was a right back. No, he, he yeah. was play he was playing over there as well. I mean, he he's he really he, uh, Kenneth had been playing in America. He was playing for um, it's not Oviedo. It's it's a it was a Florida based team. It was in the American. I think it was not the third division, but one of their local uh, yeah. leagues. And then had moved to Iceland and was loving it. But he's been absolutely banging them in. So might, um, next week I may be on the old uh, <laughs> score and win. <laughs> so just to be clear, David Bates no minutes. Hamburg lost two 0 to Union Berlin. 
Hamburg for the first time in four months are now outside of any not promotion in the option. Promotion not, option. Not in the promotion, not in the playoffs. Uh, Liam Henderson, Verona drew one each away to Pescara. He played zero minutes. They're still sixth. Jack Carper is not in the squad. Don't know why. They lost one at home to Mallorca. They're also sixth, but they're still in the playoffs. Um, Verona at that, but because the German league is like a third of the second division against third bottom of the, third top, bottom of the top, just a straight head to head. So yeah. Hamburg are in danger. There's three games left in each of those leagues, and they're not easy games, for, nah. especially in the run of form they're on just now. What's ha- they, I mean, they just bring back David Bates. He was getting you clean sheets. I know one bad game, and they've basically fucked it since. Yeah, I don't know if he's took the huff. It feels that way. It feels like something's going on. Like, why would you be so removed yeah. after one bad why, game? Why would the coach be so adamant you're not playing yeah. again? Yeah, it's difficult. Well, I think we did the percentage of how many clean sheets he's been involved in. But hopefully he's back in the team for Saturday. Or is it Sunday? Sunday, I think, this week. You've got it, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, you've went. So I maybe don't want him to yeah, be playing. Yeah, yeah you're back again. <laughs> We've got to this week's picks. Uh, my banker is in the Croatian top division. It's Hajduk Split versus Zapresic. Hajduk Split aren't in great form, but they are the better side. They've won this fixture on the last five occasions. It's more Zapresic away form and betting against. They lost the last game 7 0. They've lost 1 0, 2 0, and 4 0 in four of the last five games. They're a pretty bad side. Hajduk Split are fourth in the league, but they're chasing third Osijek for that Europa League place. Zapresic are only six points above relegation. So if you remember, Rudez and Eastres yes. are the two stinking teams in that division. They're just above them. Right, so they're that level. Yeah, um, I really fancy this. You're getting them at one to three on most bookmakers. Superb. Uh, my banker, I'm sticking. Uh, same as last week. It's Copenhagen versus Brondy. And Copenhagen are seven to 11 to win this game on Bet365 just now. So it's really big odds for a banker bet, but they've got a nine-point lead now at the top of the Superliga. There's only four games to go. Copenhagen, Bronby, both play in Copenhagen. This is the big derby of the league in the capital city. They could win the league here. And I think they'd be really keen to do that against their main rivals. Uh, Copenhagen's home form, it's ridiculous. They're unbeaten at home in 2019. That's nine games with eight wins and just one draw that was won each against Vendisil. They scored 23 goals across all those games and only conceded three. Like, that's just incredible. Uh, their last defeat, Homer away, came actually in Europe against Bordeaux in December of last year. So domestically, they just they just win. Uh, Bronby, they've been really hit and miss this season. I actually have them on a coupon, you know, open bets that just don't go away until the end of the season <laughs> <laughs> for them to win that league, right? <laughs> so <laughs> it's, not, it's not happened for them. They've only got 43 points compared to Copenhagen's 79, so they've been well off the pace. Um, they've only managed four points in their last five matches. Copenhagen are a perfect five out of five wins for fifteen points. So seven to eleven is a tremendous price for what I think's a pretty certain banker. Yeah, I'm 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 on Copenhagen. The odds are far too good for that. They were just so good last week as well. Four 0 was easy. There's there's a lot of this. Um, a lot of these picks are getting quite hard because as a teams can get relegated, they need points. Teams can win the league, secure leagues. Get teams have nothing to play for. Are they downing tools? Yeah. Or are they or, wanting to put in a good performance? Or a bit of freedom. But they don't. They don't worry anymore. Or they're relegated teams. That's yeah. what's happened to Fulham a wee bit. They've kicked on a tiny bit, not massively. My value is Celtic Vigo versus Barcelona. Barcelona just need another point to secure the league, based on the way the other fixtures are. 
they have a double header against Liverpool tonight. Yep. And next Tuesday. This Celta Vigo team have won the last three home games. They've beat Villarreal and Valencia. So they've beaten decent sides. They've beaten Barcelona twice at home in the last five fixtures. They've drawn twice. So Barca have only won this fixture one in five at Vigo. I just think at a 7-5, you're getting really good odds for Celta Vigo to win this game. If I was Barcelona, I wouldn't. they've got two home games to secure the title. You just uh, one give this against, one away. One win, of them's one against Huesca, so All right, okay. you feel confident you can get the three points or the point that you need. But also Atletico Madrid could lose, sure. as they have and then been. you don't need anything. You don't need anything. So I would imagine there will be players rested for Barcelona in this game. And Celta Vigo are, are still chasing points. They need they need to get away. Um, so I would I would go with Celta Vigo in this one. Seventy five is a good seventy five is a good price on their current form. I'm in the German second division. The Bundesliga is vi. This is Friday at five thirty p.m. Just okay. the, the heads up there for the. Okay. I actually have an earlier kickoff later, but more to come on that. Uh, it's Paderborn versus Bielefeld. Uh, Paderborn, uh, Paderborn have somehow got themselves into the promotion mix. And it's they've recently surged right up that table. So the teams at the top, Köln, Hamburg, and Union Berlin, that have been there sort of all season as a constant fixture, are struggling lately. Uh, but where Paderborn now sit five game form table right at the top, thirteen points, second in the league. If they keep this up, that's automatic promotion. Uh, they play Bielefeld, who are ten points above sixteenth place team with only three games to go. So they nothing bad can happen to them, even with three losses. All right, Team, okay, teams well, yeah. can't catch them. They're the definition of nothing to play for. Um, Bielefeld are 15th in the home game table, 20 points from the last 15 matches. Paderborn, 21 points away from home this season. But it's their current form just now in the fact that they've suddenly found themselves able to be promoted. Plus, when they perform at home, we talked about this last week, they can scud teams. Yeah, so Paderborn, home win, uh, four or five, so just under even money. They keep grinding like they are. They are a team like that. That result of the weekend is the epitome of like we need to keep winning at the moment. But yeah, yeah but it didn't really ever look. No, it wasn't like it, a it grind. Wasn't it was. It was. I, I, they won two 0 pretty comfortably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bielefeld are in okay form, but I think that was more of a getting away from relegation. Yeah, and they've done it now. So they feel that's exactly. Yeah. I just feel that there's more. It's one of these ones where it's more to play for for yeah. Paderborn than play the under sixteens. Give the boys a holiday. <laughs> Let yeah, Paderborn roll. But it's incredible for Paderborn because. You listened to our podcast a few weeks ago. They wouldn't even have come into who's going to get promoted out of that league yeah. as, as a conversation. Uh, my outsider is in the MLS. It is New York Red Bulls at home to LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy have won seven out of the last ten games, uh, home and away. Mm-hmm. Ibrahimovic has scored in every game bar one of his last ten, so he's essentially tearing the league apart. Yeah. Um, and New York Red Bulls have only won two out of ten at home this season, so. I'm not really sure why the odds are in favour at three to one to LA Galaxy. I don't know. I don't know if there's something I'm missing. Ibrahimovic isn't suspended. That was my first check. LA's as far away from New York as you're going to get in America. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I don't. But they, they travel surely. Well. Yeah, yeah, they travel early enough. It shouldn't be an issue. And I doubt they're on some rickety coach. <laughs> <laughs> journey if they are Ibrahimovic, is travelling himself. Yeah, yeah. totally. Elsewhere. In his own private jet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I, I think three to one's huge for those odds, eh, for those stats. I like that shout yeah. a lot. When's that game? It is Saturday night. Saturday night. Uh, so my outsider, German Bundesliga two again, and I'm just getting involved in this promotion race that's getting really tight now. It's Hamburg versus Ingolstadt, and I'm actually going to back Ingolstadt. So at the beginning of the season, you listen to our early podcast, I backed against this team like every week. <laughs> uh, 
um, quite well. Uh, but these two teams have had a complete reversal of form lately, and they're totally different to how they were, basically in the in the season up until April. Hamburg are without a win in five matches. Ingolstadt have won three and drawn one of their last five. Ingolstadt have also won their last two away games by a two-goal margin um, away at Bielefeld, away at Duisburg. Ingolstadt are still in that automatic relegation place, but they're now only one point behind Magdeburg, and there's three games to go. So there's so much to play for, and they're hitting form at the right time. I just see the heads at Hamburg have dropped. I think they've suddenly realised we're going we're gonna to miss out on this, and they don't know how to stop Falling. losing now. Yeah, it, it does. It does look bad. I will only bet on this at the point of the lineups. Yeah, David Bates. David, if David Bates, Bates is playing. I can't bet against. Yeah. Okay, well you'll get Ingolstadt at three to one, and this is Wednesday morning. Right. Okay. Um, our charity picks Clyde are away to Cowden Beef Cowden Beef are actually an okay team but Clyde's form since January has just been exceptional Clyde can win this league even with the four point yeah, deduction because so, of Peter Head Sterling Albion last yeah, week yes yeah, so I took my so on Saturday afternoon I took my nephew to the Clyde game mm. so I'm, I'm in Commonwealth so I'm two minutes for the stadium uh, Clyde versus who are Clyde played Queen's Park uh, 1-0 75 minutes gone my nephew's only four years old so he's starting to go how long's left? Yeah, I was like, let's just go. I was like, it's one nil. Um, minute walk out of the stadium, massive cheer, two nil. Walk up to Craig Lynn roundabout, massive cheer, three nil. Yeah, I'm like, we've missed more goals than we've seen. Yeah, <laughs> and then another massive cheer goes up, and I'm like, looking at fl- flash scores, like, oh, I've no getting up. So there must be the end of the game. And it was then I noticed that it was the result of the Peterhead because they conceded in the 89th minute. They did. Which meant that Clyde still have a chance of winning this league. They're and only two points behind. They'd have been two points ahead if they hadn't been deducted the four points. I know. And they play Queen's, Peter had played Queen's Park. Yes, they're both away from home. Mm. So, Cowden Beef are in good form, but Cowden Beef have nothing to play for. I just fancy Clyde to get the win. I was going to say it's like a, a helicopter Saturday, but did they do a helicopter no, for that league? Carting that about in a fucking mega bus or something. Yeah. <laughs> A guy with a guy with one of those like adv- like the tickets that gets you anywhere. He's like, oh, fuck, I need to go up to Peter. He's got an all day ticket. <laughs> Four forty in the first bus. Yeah. Uh, my other pick is in the same as in the championship. Morton versus Dundee United. Both teams have nothing to play for. Morton's last three home games have been goal fests. I just think it's it's a nothing game. I think it'll be very open. I'm hoping for some expansive football. Dundee United don't seem to concede a lot. No. So I'm don't. relying on them to come at the party. Interesting. It's the only game in the championship that literally doesn't affect anything, I, anything, yeah. anything at all. So, yeah, I'll probably be at that game. Do you think they'll play Dundee United to play a full team? I think so, because because of the way the Scottish playoffs work. Fourth plays third and the winner plays second. And then the winner of that tie then plays the second bottom in the in the Premier League. That means there's actually quite a long time until Dundee United's playoff yes. games. It's not long enough to start resting people. Keep the boys fresh. We've got a fortnight before our next competitive game, so we might as well play a full, a full, <laughs> a, yeah. a full team. Um, if it's Inverness or Ayr, however, who are in that first round of playoff matches, they'll be resting players at the weekend for sure. Yeah, so I'd maybe look at the fixtures like I tried to last week and just see what's going on. Uh, my charity picks are both on Friday. Right, okay. Okay. Um, I, I don't mean to do this, it's just the way that it falls. I think these are the best bets across the weekend. So, the German Bundesliga, Friday at 7.30pm at night, Red Bull Leipzig away at Mainz. 
Leipzig have been absolutely brilliant of late and they've been beating teams a hell of a lot better than Mainz. So uh, Leverkusen and Wolfsburg have been recent scalps. Uh, they've got a perfect 15 points from their last five games. Their last competitive loss came back in January with a 1-0 defeat at home to Dortmund. They've played 16 times since then, winning 13, drawing only three. They're top of the league's five-game form table and second only to Bayern Munich in the 10, the 15 and the 20-game form table. So this is a team that are good and performing really well. Mainz are 12th in an 18-team league, no danger of relegation, so nothing to play for for them. I'd imagine a pretty comfortable win for, for Red Bull. And Leipzig can technically still win the league. Technically. They're only seven points off, and the way Dortmund and Bayern are playing. <laughs> well, yeah, you sneak the league. Uh, they, they won't win the league, but they win this game. Yeah. Um, my other pick, and I'm sorry about this, this game kicks off at 6am on Friday morning. This podcast should be out on Thursday. So it's, always out on th- okay. it's always out on Thursday. Um, but it's it's in the Japanese J-League. It's Hiroshima against Yokohama. That's third against eighth. But only two points separate these sides. So 17 points for Hiroshima, 15 points for Yokohama. Scored a similar number of goals. Hiroshima with 11, Yokohama and 13. But Hiroshima seem a much more organised and better outfits, especially defensively. They've only conceded five goals to Yokohama's 12. Uh, the home advantage for Hiroshima should come into play. They've only conceded twice in their last uh, five home league games. They've also had the better of this fixture recently. They won both times they played in 2018. 3-1 in the home fixture and then more recently 4-1 in the away fixture. Yep. So I just think everything points to yeah, like uh, a Hiroshima win. I'm a fan of this pick. So that's a charity picks. Uh, we probably should do this at the start. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we put on a £10 bet on our four charity picks. Any profit goes to a charity of our choosing. Yeah, so that, that's a fourfold, a special fourfold. The rest of the picks, Banker, Value and Outsider, are recommended as singles. Yep. Gordo's special section. Yes, so my, so my section for this week. So which, it, is, it, which is becoming the profitable section. It, it, <laughs> I, I've, I've went th- three for four um, last couple of weeks. But yeah, so my... Um, my picks are all on Friday night. So initially, uh, so me and so me and Andy have like eight a, games. There's a Friday coupon. <laughs> there's a, there's a very big Friday coupon. But this is because Gordon likes to specialise in the French leagues, yeah, and the so French leagues, and they're all Fridays. They all are Friday. Only three games to go as well. I don't know what I'm going to do in a couple of weeks. Um, Japanese J League, <laughs> welcome aboard. Um, so yeah, the first one, the the first one I'm recommending this weekend is actually a double. So I really like Mets at home to Valenciennes. Um, so Mets are the team in that league. So if you look at the standings, they're top of the league with 75 points. Valenciennes have, are in 14th with 39 points, can still get relegated, but Mets are just a much better team. And they need to keep winning because Brest are not that far behind them. They're four points away. If you look at Mets' home record, they're only second behind Brest. Valenciennes away have got 17 points all season. They are not a good team. Um, in the form league, Mets are 11 points from the last five games. Valencian have two. And they have conceded six, scored six goals and conceded nine. So they're not in any great shape. Um, you're getting Mets at five to 11, so that would be my banker. Um, but I'm going to double it with uh, Rodi. So Rodi, our favourite team in the uh, Liga Nacional. There's an interesting stat about them. They have played 18 games in uh, 2019 and they have won 15 of them. They are an absolute tear. They've drawn two and lost one, yeah. um, but they are just incredible at the moment. And they're playing against J.A. Dronsey, who are bottom of the league, and they are stinking. They have so, not. They have not won away at competitive football since May <laughs> last year. Last year, 
Yeah, no, because this will be out in May. That's a good point. That probably sounds like a good start. That's a yeah. full year. If I didn't reference, if I didn't reference the year, they'd have been like, "What's the one on Wednesday?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I would take Rody. I can't get a price for yet, but I'm assuming they'll be around the same mark that um, Mets are at five to eleven. So that's my double for Friday. Rody can win the league. Rody can win the league and on Mets this. Mets can all but secure promotion. Yeah. So there's this is what top about everything's top of the table double. And so yes, so that's 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 the double on Friday night. Um, my out so another shout would be my value one, which is Brest um, are playing away at Bezier. So um, I really fancy Brest to beat Bezier, and I know we talk about Bezier drawing all the time because they love doing it. Um, but when you look at Brest, they're the people who are chasing Mets. Bezier are down at the bottom of the league, and they do need points. But Brest are just a better team than them, and like they're just comfortable. They're a dirty, dirty team, and they're going to beat Bezier at the weekend. So that's so my shout on that is if you look at Brest, their last five games they've won all of them, scoring yep. twelve goals, conceding three. Bezier have four points and they've conceded sixteen goals in those games. They were involved in the game a couple of weeks ago that went to six five. Right. Okay. Um. So they're shipping goals and and Brest are just going to comfortably beat them. And they've only won one in ten home games. They've only won one. And in 10. also Brest can get promoted if they win. Yes. So, so there's a lot, a lot of resolution. So that but that one is evens away. So right, um, okay. so right. and and I think you'll get a better price than that as well by the time it rolls round. Um so that's that and then my final shout which uh, it's just a, it's a really tough game to predict but this is an, my outsider is Troy versus Nancy. So Troy are the other home Troy are the other home team that I, I've been selecting on here. Um we last week I backed against them and they were really really good. They beat um Orleans um 1-0 yep. and Orleans went down to 10 men. So Troy and Nancy, if you look at the league, Troy are comfortably in the playoff places. Like they are sixty-four points. The teams under them are fifty-eight and fifty-six. And the way the French team, uh, French league works, is those three teams go into playoffs. So um, if you have a look at Nancy, they are just above the relegation zone, and they need to win this game. Troy don't, and I know Troy are on form. So I, I, I'm advocating for a, a Nancy away win here. Um, Nancy away form of recent. If you have a look at the, the league, they've won three and they've lost one and drawn one. Um, Troy have won all of their games at home. <laughs> so I know this is a really tough shout, but 13 to 5 is a big price for Nongsi, but they need to win this game. They win or they or they go back into the relegation battle. Troy don't have the same things to play for. So if you look at the odds on it, you're getting 13 to 5 on uh, Nongsi. And uh, yeah, so those are my four. Normally, I would recommend taking it as a single. Please don't take it as any part of any accumulator. It's just what <laughs> I fancy. But the other three, I'm really confident with. So that's my Friday, Friday my Friday French section. Okay, look, I've got no special bits this weekend. There's not enough to play for. I think my next special will be on the the playoff semi-finals for John McGinn. My special, <laughs> my special bet will come next week for the Giro d'Italia. So uh, that's when it kicks off next week. And I know Chris uh, Conroy, who was on this, uh, who does the Trample Bat, um, was talking about cycling. And me and Andy were listening to the podcast on the way back up from a conference we were at. Right. And uh, his shouts, he was like, oh, I fancy this and fancy that. And I was like, they're just the first two guys that are in the thing. So Chris, I'm coming for you. Getting, <laughs> there's an 80 to 1 shot in the Giro, who I really fancy. So uh, we'll get to that next week. Stay tuned. Hopefully it's still 80 to 1 next week. The fact you're keeping it all clandestine so, and so, sitting here. So here's the thing, I've taken them, so fuck them. <laughs> okay, okay uh, best of luck for the weekend yep uh, remember you can follow us all on Twitter uh, my handle is at ASV Sports so I uh, mind is uh, underscore Gordo Mick mind is uh, at John Walker underscore 1986 or at Trampled Bet and there is the Facebook group yep just search Trampled Bet Podcast 
on Facebook and ask to join the group. We've got a good community going there, sharing picks and, and good tips. And also remember to share the Europa League competition. Please do. There's two free tickets to Europa League final, which could contain Arsenal versus Chelsea. So find us on Twitter, find that tweet and get sharing. Good luck for the weekend. Have a good one. Live long and prosper. Sports Social Podcast Network.